Hey y'all, I'm Bianca and I'm Shawnee and you're listening to Mindful BS, a weekly discussion about how we mindfully navigate through life's BS, the major, the minor, and everything in between. So you ready? Let's do it. Hey y'all, so last week in our In case you missed it, in case you missed it, last week we talked about the different type of guys. And we basically told you how to identify them and how to handle them. We also might have messed up with the which type of guy is the worst type of guy. Yeah, we definitely messed up because we definitely started off with the commitment issue guy. And after some self-reflection and uh, (laughs) comments from our listeners. From from y'all. The leech probably is the worst type of guy. Which makes sense, though. Because not only do they fuck with your heart, but they leave your bank account, your pockets, your purse. Yes. Your... A stash under the mattress empty empty completely empty and i think the reason why while looking at the list me and shawnee didn't identify with that as the worst kind because we're just not me <laughs> with that kind they, they don't make it very they far in my life don't book. make it in Sorry. our life so i think that's how we got misinformed there but we completely understand what you guys are saying yes and we would agree if you were to entertain those types of guys the leech would be definitely be definitely the worst also the amount of homegirls who were coming to the inbox talking about they never had a good guy before never hurt my feelings and i just want to be here to tell y'all he coming you just gotta you, you just gotta what? be patient sometimes you have to kiss a few frogs before you meet prince charming exactly and so although it may feel like you never came across that guy that's fine. You just, he wasn't the one one. Mm-hmm. Because the good guy is more than likely the one one. So just be patient. He coming. All right. Uh, What about your, how was your week? Uh, <laughs> my week. Wow. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I feel like it's so weird because every other, it feels like every other episode. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like, great week, great week, bad week. bad week, great week. And I just feel like that's just an indication of life's ups and downs. Balance. This week wasn't a good week, but no? it's okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm still sick. Yeah. I guess I shouldn't say still, but I'm sick. So that, that was my week. Yeah. Me and a sick baby on top of it being like my busy week at work. So... Didn't have the best week either, yeah. but I'm still alive. I'm here. That's right. You know, yeah. Work is what made my work my work week pretty bad. But I was also feeling like, you know what? I'm not gonna let that drain me. It is what it is. Yeah. So just trying to let it go. Enter the next one positively, and dismiss. The also, last this week. week, you know what? I'll save that. I'll save that story for Maine topic okay yeah okay Mm -hmm. all right so in our pop culture bs fill me in because you know i was living under a rock yes so remember last week i told you about diddy and cassie yes and remember also 
Um, a couple episodes ago, I was trying to tell the ladies that niggas just never go away. You've been saying that since like we started this once podcast. They literally. Into your life, they just never go away. Mm-hmm. So then last week, Diddy had posted on Instagram this screenshot of him listening to Michael Jackson's Lady of, the, of My Life, mm-hmm. then going to caption it like, hey, y'all, if y'all see at Cassie editor, tell her to listen to this song, 100 times oh that's cute it is cute but nigga i said i didn't want you so that definitely confirms that she broke things off with him that's what i feel like too and he want it back he want that old thing back <laughs> and cassie probably bitch. like y'all did y'all see she in the group <laughs> chat like y'all did y'all see they like yeah girl so what you gonna do what's she gonna do I don't know. What you think she gonna do? I don't know. We'll see. She probably hit him up like, really? <laughs> I feel like Cassie that girl like, really? Come on, Sean. Really? <laughs> she probably was. Really? Come on. Nope. I'm not. I'm not even gonna address it. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just let him do I'm what he do. Let it go. Yeah. He always does this. We'll, yeah. We'll see. So yeah, she ain't publicly responded. So That's interesting. Yeah. I wonder how the other. Um, Women in his life feel. I feel like he has a very interesting relationship dynamic. Because I feel like him and all like his exes, like they just still feel like one big happy family. I feel like that too. I also feel like he has a different kind of relationship with each, uh, each of the women in his life. I also agree. Like you can tell he treats them well because obviously they are around. Facts. They but I take still a together feel right. <laughs> But I still feel like he handles each of them differently. I agree. I kind of feel like if I were to have multiple partners, that would be the lifestyle I would live. First of all. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? That's true. I just feel like you got to do, you should do that anyway. Like you should always handle people differently because people are going to bring different things to your life. And that kind of goes back to, never mind. We'll get there. We're not there yet. But just like the different types of relationships. Yes. We said it before, like friendships are different. Yes. Relationships are different because each person is different. So. Yes. You kind of have to treat people differently because everyone has different needs, different wants. Yeah. All that good stuff. And you got to tend to them accordingly. Mm-hmm. All right. So another thing. Okay. Did you see that Clueless was coming back? First of all, I just want you to know that Clueless was one of my favorite movies growing up. And they're doing a remake. With who? Okay, so I don't know who the casting is, but the lady who's writing it is the same lady. They better not bring back Stacey Dash. No. Because she's been canceled. Been canceled. No. It's going to be a new class. But it's written by the lady who wrote Girl Strip. Girl Strip was a funny movie. I feel like she can transcend that. Like that same kind of energy. To Clueless though? Do we want that type of energy? Not that kind of. Yeah, we do. We want it to be like. I feel like Girl Shirt was funny because it was modern and we could relate to it. It had a lot of like, you know, references to like our time periods, things like that. I feel like Clueless, definitely, if you think about it, it was a lot of references to like the 90s and. But that's what makes Clueless. So wait, we really don't, we don't know yet. We don't. Basically, I just want to know if you're here for it or not. I'm kind of here for it. Did you see that um, Zuri, Savannah, LeBron James' uh, daughter was? Yes. Yes. I thought yes, that was so, so cute. cute. She was so cute. She's adorable. She is adorable. Like, she's adorable. 
I'm here for it. Okay. Yeah. So another thing I want to know if you're here for, this is a food matter. What? So Chick-fil-A is testing <laughs> mac and cheese. Okay. I mean, Chick-fil-A has never failed me. So I'm just like... So you're here for that. I'm here for it. I'm here for anything Chick-fil-A really has to offer, to be really? honest. Yeah. I don't know if I'm here for it. I I do like mac and cheese, but it's only on occasion. And I don't know if I want mac and cheese from Chick-fil-A. I mean, I get it. I get where you're at. And I feel you because, like, you don't think Chick-fil-A mac and cheese. But I'm just saying, if you at Chick-fil-A and you need to grab a side real quick, why not? Just so why not? So people still eat Chick-fil-A, like, eat it, eat it? I think so. I mean, I don't Because I remember they had the whole thing where they were basically saying that they didn't support, like... Oh, yeah. You know, rights for gay and transgender people, and they were definitely totally forgot about that. Everyone did because the chicken is so damn good. I might say that's what happened. That (laughs) you get blindsided, and you know me, I'm always the the protest friend. Yes, and I protest, and then I'd be like, "All right, it was point was made," (laughs) and I'd be forgetting because I'd be protesting so much stuff. I was just wondering if people, you know. Yeah. I think so. We're there back in every life. So, I think everybody's cool with Chick-fil-A. All right. Well, I'm not really here for the mac and cheese. All right. Is it going to be real cheese? Like, did they give us an ingredient list? No, is they, it powder? They, they, is they it, didn't like, give freshly us grated? Day, is it going to be made every day? Is I don't know. I, mean? I just, you know, I have questions when it comes to food. I, we, we know. So, you know But what? I really shouldn't know because that other day when I ate that whole container of mac and cheese. You demolished it. It's pretty disgusting. It. Okay, listen, y'all. The other day I was over here. And it was just so good. Have y'all ever had Bob Evans mac and cheese? It's like in a little black container. I mean, she literally <laughs> just ate it. I ate the whole constantly. thing. And I'm pretty sure it was supposed to feed like three people. Um, but that was okay. We were definitely having like a pig out day that day. I really don't know what was going on with us. Honestly, you guys, I think that's why I'm sick today. Honestly, it was the same day that we went to go get the hot chocolate. We were on trash. We were on trash. <laughs> we were on trash. Yeah. Big trash. Um, but yeah, okay. No, I'm not here for that. Okay. I'm gonna try it. Okay. All right. I have a question. Yes. Did Terrence J ever come back? Oh my god. No, he didn't. He's still not back. He didn't come back. Do we know that he's okay though, at least? We don't know anything. We don't know anything. We know just as much as we knew last episode. And the episode before that. (laughs) (laughs) I just need something like wait, do they still follow each other on social media? I don't know. Like, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I have no updates. I'm going to do some searching. Is there more stuff in the news? Pop culture BS? No. This week was pretty... Mm. Nothing? I mean, nothing really, you know. Did we get an update on... um, Who is the guy that was driving the car? Yeah, Yeah, we did. He actually did get officially charged with um, felony child abuse (gasps) and a DUI. And he's also facing six years and six months in prison. Really? Yeah. So Is he married? Yeah. Do we have a statement from... Okay, well, so this is how people do this. No, she's still following him, so maybe it wasn't as scandalous as we're thinking. Okay. Well, yeah, Puchas definitely not not doing not well. in a good position <laughs> right now. Yeah, no. Okay. All right. So, um, like Shani was saying, we're finally here. We're finally here. So I had this great idea when we started talking about the different kind of guys, 
is that there's a lot of different types of relationships that we can work on. Mm-hmm. So I think we're just going to do a series mm-hmm. of the different types. Okay. Kicked it off with the different types of men. And today, in our meeting of the minds, we're going to talk about the different types of moms. Because, you know, we talk about the BS a lot. We talk about life a lot. But moms are a major focus of our life as well. I mean, I mean, being moms are like pretty much the center, which sometimes as women, we forget that we have to put ourselves uh, in a position where we take care of ourselves first and we're not 100% focused on the children all the time. But right. motherhood is definitely a big part of who we are and what motivates us as just women and individuals. So I'm excited to talk about this. I actually have a story because motherhood is some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Shani, bring okay, in the well, before we start, no, for real, before we start, though, how did you deal with potty training? Okay. So Bree and Amaya are like what three years apart? Yeah, because Bree's four. Yeah, and Amaya's eighteen months now, and I'm losing my mind. Well, I got really lucky with potty training because with Bria, like I introduced it to her, and then she just did it. Like it was like we did the whole um, sit on the toilet a couple times um, after you drink, after you eat. We did that for like a week. Then one day, she was just like, Mommy, I got to use the bathroom. Went to the potty. She was like 14 months at this time. Mm-hmm. Went to the potty. Boom. She just went pottying by herself every day ever since. So, like, Amaya's at this place now where she will tell me that she has to go potty. She'll tell me or she'll, like, hold her diaper, like, and she'll just look at me, like, basically... Yeah. Hey, gotta go. Right. So I'm like, all right, you gotta go potty. And she'll be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we'll walk to the potty. I'll take her diaper off. Because I'm, I mean, she's only 18 months. So I'm like, well, I'm still in diapers. I'm not really yeah. doing the whole pull-up thing. Yeah, we I'm never did to just go from, Yeah, I'm hoping to go just from diapers straight to yes. underwear. So I'll take her. We take her diaper off. I sit her on the potty. She'll sit there and she'll, like, curl her, curl her toes and, like, hold her pee. And she won't pee. Like, She'll sit there, but she won't pee. Wow. So, yesterday, she we do this whole spiel. She tells me she has to go. We sit in the potty. I sit down, just sit on the toilet so she can see me sitting there, too. Yeah. I'm like, all right, baby, like, you can go. Right. Go potty, go potty. She won't go. I'm like, all right, so you're not going to go? She's like, mm-mm. <laughs> she stands up. And guess what she does? Potties. Girl, she peed right in front of the potty. Oh, I'd be so pissed. <laughs> like, I was so mad. Like, because then I had to clean up pee off the floor. Yes. I'm sorry. And I just, like, she'll go to the potty. She'll sit on the potty. But she always stands up and urinates right in front of the potty. Yeah. So I don't know if it's, like, a... That's why they always say, like... I don't know. You have to let them go when they're ready to go. Because I feel like they be knowing. Like, they understand the process for real. And then it's really them making a conscious decision to be like, you know what? I'll just go. So what's the point of telling me that you got to pee? That's what I'm saying. Walk into the potty, but not peeing in the potty. they also want to piss you off. I swear they have an <laughs> underlying gauge don't, don't say that. I'm also going to piss her off in the press. <laughs> don't say that. I'm sure that's not it. No. But I just need... 
I don't know, y'all. If y'all are out there and y'all work through this potty training thing, please just give me words of encouragement because I'm tired of cleaning pee off the floor. I know. I know. But I also don't want it to be like, well, I'm not taking her to the potty and have her pee in her diaper because I don't want to. I don't want her to get comfortable with peeing in her diaper. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to keep taking her, but it's just like, girl, I like, feel you. That's how it be. Slack. That's why when I also, God forbid, think about ever having to have another child, I always do like, ooh, but potty training. But you though. just told me you wanted another kid. I never told you that. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. She's lying, y'all. She just She's told me she freaking wanted, lying. She just told me she I wanted. I never to, told her y'all. I wanted another she was kid. Like, you know what, Shani? I think you know maybe I am ready. She is for another kid. She is lying because y'all know that's something that I would never ever Beyonce, say. So you really gonna sit here and lie to these people? Shani, I did not say that. So you really gonna say I'm not lying? The people wow. know that I have no desire to have any more children. Okay. The only way I would have made that statement is I said if I. So you acting like you ain't got another man? I don't have a man. <laughs> y'all, she lies. <laughs> Shani is really just trying no, to be I'm controversial. On, on. <laughs> Look, I told I have no desire to have any more children. I already told her that it, me and Bree can live our best one and done mom life together. The only way that I said that I would have another child is if I got married again and my husband did not have any children. And I really, really loved him. And I'm talking really loved him. I'm talking like I looked at him one day and I was like, oh my God, I want to give him children. And obviously I have to really love a man if I look at them and I think, I want to give him children. You and that's done that the before? Uh, No. No. Never? Nope. Ever? No. You petty. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so the only way you will ever see me even contemplating another child is if I am madly in love with my husband. Okay, and I know we're about to talk about this types of mothers or parents or whatever. Yes. But real quick uh, update, because you know it's been a while. We talked about a, a lot of stuff before. Are you dating now? Have you been dating again? No, I'm not dating. Yeah. I still haven't been dating. I don't plan on dating. Damn, why you got to say it like that? <laughs> it's not even like that. Okay, basically where I'm at right now is, do I want to get, okay. I guess I should set my expectations because I never even really told you guys what my expectations are because I still feel like sometimes I just come across as if I'm just over men in general. That is not the case. I am not over men in general. I would love to get married again one day. I do want a life partner. I do anticipate being with someone in a romantic way again. However, I'm just in a space where I'm not going to waste my time. So I don't want to just casually date or just date people to like entertain. I want to find my person. So I'm dating to find my person. person. Your person is Ray. Right. Ray is my person. But my uh your man. my your, man your person. person. <laughs> yes. Ray is my non sexual life partner. <laughs> I need to find my actual life partner that I am having sex with. <laughs> so Ray yeah. is a girl. Ray is way. my best friend. Because someone's like, wait, who, yeah, sorry. Who is Ray? I feel like we talked about we Tereya. talked about yeah, Terea yeah, before, yeah. but Terea is my is my best friend. I told you I had two best friends, Terea and Jasmine. Terea is my best friend. I, That's uh, her person, y'all. I often call her my life partner. <laughs> <laughs> but 
we're talking about my male life partner right now. And that's what I'm trying to find. And I just feel like, just like the other ladies, I have to give myself the same advice to be patient and wait for the guy who is going to want the same things as me. So until I find somebody that wants the same things as me, I also believe in he who finds a wife. So I feel like my husband oh, needs to find God. me. <laughs> I have a question though. So what happens when like people get married and they use like all of those like scriptural quotes about, you know, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. And yeah. then they get divorced. Like, yeah, see, do you use that quote? Like, do you use the scripture again when you find your next wife? Because then it's like, it's different next that. time. <laughs> no, I already did that. And no, it wasn't it was a good like, thing. That wasn't the real thing. <laughs> That wasn't the real thing. This is the real thing this time. <laughs> That's what I'll you got to say. Okay. Whatever. All right. Anyways. <sighs> Completely off topic, guys. Sorry. I just wanted, you know, I just wanted an update, you know, because you don't be telling what me What about nothing. you, Shani? Are you dating? Have you been dating? What's your life update? I went on a date. Oh, how was that? It was great. So would you say you went on a date or would you say that you're dating? You pushing it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. (laughs) Okay. All right. So today we're going to talk about the different kind of moms out there because, you know, we all have, we all know the different type of moms. Okay. So the first mom we want to talk about is the helicopter mom. So the helicopter mom is that mom who is just micromanaging the hell out of their kids. Oh, no, baby. <laughs> like, the kid can't even go to the bathroom without the mom right there. Like, do you need me to rape your butt? Oh, no. The kid can't go on a play date without the mom right there. Well, play dates are different. Play dates are different, but I'm saying like I get what you're saying though. The kids are playing in the helicopters. Mom's like, you said what, little Jimmy? Like they're in it. <laughs> they're Bruh. in it. Helicopter moms create the sneakiest children. They do. The they do. Sneakiest children because all your children are trying to do is figure out how to get away from your ass. Right. Because <laughs> you're not letting them go, and you think by being all over them like that. That you're creating this safe environment when really you're just damaging your relationship with your kid because they're sick of your shit. Like, <laughs> think if 18 years of helicopter momming is really going to be beneficial. So, this is the thing because I feel like just how you gave the examples and we're like, well, play dates are a little different. The, ki- the issue that sometimes, the whoa words, the issue with being a stereotypical helicopter mom is that. You don't understand when to back off and give your children space to be themselves. Right. Like, what we're not bashing or saying that there's anything wrong with wanting to be involved in, like, what your child does, their activities, who their friends are. But helicopter moms, y'all got to back up sometimes. Yeah, I have to give them space. I mean, kids need space. I get that you think that, like, kids... Are kids, but you have to remember that kids are little people. They're individual human beings. Yeah. Like they, at a very young age, have already started coming into who they are or, you know, what kind of traits they're going to develop. 
And they may be a kid who needs space. Like, and you should be able to recognize as a mom, like, hey, and I get it. It really comes from a place of love. It comes from a place of protection. It comes from a place of worry. I totally get that. 100%. As a mom, that's all we do is worry about our kids. We want to protect them. We want to love them and make sure that we're doing everything we can to accommodate them. Mm -hmm. But they need boundaries, too. So, it's okay to let them have boundaries. It's okay to let them explore. If they want to be in their room for 15 to 20 minutes by themselves just playing without you having to peek in and you don't hear nothing tragic going on, it's okay. <laughs> like, it's okay. You don't have to be peeking around the corner when they just trying to have individual time with themselves. Because usually what you end up doing is, A, like we said before, you create a relationship with your child where they are feeling as though they're being smothered by you. Yeah. So they're looking for time and ways to get away from you or they're being extremely sneaky to try to keep you out of their business, which then creates a relationship where there's like a lack of trust, which Mm -hmm. you want your children to feel like they can come to you about anything. Or you create a kid that becomes completely dependent on their mom because they're used to having their mom or whatever parent there all the time. So exactly. then you have the kid that's like, Mom! Mom! <laughs> and they're 16 and they still call you like, Mom! And, and you're like, Girl. Oh, right. Come on. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. So, although Helicopter Mommy may seem like, you know, you're just being the best mom you can be, you might want to take a different approach or just a more laid back approach. If you're a helicopter mom and you've accepted that you're a helicopter mom, then that's fine. But think about it, your behavior, set some boundaries and give, allow some opportunities for your kids to just have some individuality time. Mm -hmm. Cause you don't want to smother them. You don't want to smother them and you don't want to put your, what you're passionate about, the things that you like to do and force those on your children, like allow them to explore their own thing. Like, Maybe, you know, you played one sport growing up and your kid hates that sport. Right. Don't force them to do it. They want to find themselves. Yes. So I think that's important. All right. What's the next mom? The competitive mom. So this mom, if your kid was potty trained at two, her potty, her kid was potty trained at 18 months. Oh my God. <laughs> if your daughter started talking at one and a half, her daughter started talking at nine months because no matter what, her kid is always better Stop it. than your kid. <laughs> I don't even think that these moms even realize that they're doing it. We probably should just call them the one upper mom because it's like. Yeah, and I low-key feel like all of us have a little bit of the one-upper mom in us. Definitely, but it's just like there's a time, there's a place, and then ultimately it's just annoying. Like, it's okay for somebody else's kid to celebrate somebody else's kid. Mm -hmm. Like, just because you have your own kid doesn't mean that all other kids are exempt from (laughs) celebration. (laughs) It's like, we can't be happy for LJ's accomplishment because BJ. Is in the world, you know, BJ's my son. All the names to pick. I know, I don't know. I just got so confused. I know, I don't know where those came from. (laughs) But you know, I'm just saying, just comparing the two children. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I, all my friends have that have kids, like, 
I'm generally rooting for their kids. Yeah. Like when y'all call and tell me like such and such did such, I'm like, yeah, she should, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not like, oh, she's just not doing that because back in the day, <laughs> Brie did competitive that. Competitive moms really do that? Yes. That's wow, the, see, I haven't met, haven't any, met like, any yet. Competitive moms like that. Oh, and don't even think Damn, about. I'm not the competitive mom. Oh, maybe you are, and that's why you don't know this. No, you don't do that. Okay, good. <laughs> I was gonna say. And then when they get older, and you put them in activities, the competitive mom. You you used to watch Dance Moms. Yeah, Dance Moms are a a, a great example of the competitive mom. Who was who would you classify as a competitive mom on there? Uh, Maddie's mom was definitely oh, a competitive yes, mom. Yes. Okay. Maddie always had to be the star. You're she always so right. had to be the number one. If she wasn't, it was controversy. Why didn't Maddie get that? Just saying. That is true. And then another example, like Mia's mom, you know, she was not competitive. She she ain't rooted for Mia. She embraced her, had her back when she felt like she wasn't being treated fairly, but she never was like, because she's better than all your kids. Yeah. So it's a difference. Daddy was really good, though. She was. She was. <laughs> but still. <laughs> still. Yeah, so competitive moms, same deal as the helicopter mom. We all have a little bit of that in us, but you typically take it too far. Yes. Don't push your kids so hard because that's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. We're not saying don't push them. Push them. Push them. But just be careful of your kids' limits because you may be putting way more pressure on them than they can handle. Yep. And that may come back to her, you know what I mean, the kid in the long run because we see stories all the time. People are in sports and their kids feel like they have to do good. They have to do good. They start performance enhancers. Yep. Or you know what I mean? Like. Yep. Crazy dieting because they have to make sure, and before you know it, like they're sick or something happens. Something happens. So just and they're be not a, happy. Yep. Just be aware of your kids' limits when you're pushing them because um, you don't want to push them too far. And like Bianca said, root for the other kids. Right. Like, it's it okay takes to support a village. the other like, kids. Yes. It's so much nicer. Like, I just feel like sports or anything that has a competitive nature is always a better experience when you guys are actually like, Rooting for each other. I agree. And pushing each other to be better. You know, or their kids to be other. Like, I agree. I don't know. And I just feel like you don't have to compare kids. Like, a lot of times people feel like they have to compare their kids. Like, my kids, well, their kids doing this and my kids. Everybody's kid is different. Everybody's kid is going to excel at something. And everybody's kid may be more, they may do better or perform well in in a a different area. area. 100%. But that does not mean that it takes away from the next kid. Because that uh, the next kid probably excels in the area that your kid may not. It's all about balance and individuality. Like everybody is an individual. Those kids are individuals. So yeah, and I've never been one to compare like people period so i don't do that in my adult life for real like i try not to compare my life to other people's lives and i don't compare my kids to other people's kids Mm -hmm. and it's hard i know it's hard with like social media and stuff because it's like oh well they take their kids here am i doing but that social media that doesn't matter right half of it don't need to be real true true and it just doesn't matter. You should, like, you're, let me tell you, if you are trying to validate yourself as a mom, you're a great mom. 
anybody who's concerned about if they're being a great mom or not it's is a great, a great mom. One hundred. Could you even the fact that that even crossed your mind? Am I being? Am I doing enough? Am I being a great mom? Shows that you're a great mom. One hundred percent. Yep. Which move? Which me brings me to the perfect mom. <laughs> because we all know that there's no such thing there's as a perfect, no perfect mom. mom. There's just like there's. No perfect human being. There is no perfect mom. No perfect mom. But this mom, somehow, she just makes it look so easy. Like, everything is effortlessly. She's put together very nice. She's always clean. Hair out of place. Not out of place. The kids are together. Everybody just look, they're well-mannered. Like <laughs> they're just, They look like the perfect little children. She looks like being a mom. She'll have, like, three kids with her. And they're all just in Everything just looks effortless. Everything is effortless. Like, she just looks like, I don't even understand. What do, what do you mean? Being a mom is great. It's awesome. <laughs> this is easy. And you looking at her like, how? <laughs> how? What are your secrets? <laughs> Teach me your ways. Because I only have one kid, and sometimes I be like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Like, what's happening? And I really try to keep myself and my daughter put together mm-hmm. i think i do a good job of doing that but i feel like i be looking stressed sometimes mm-hmm. and the perfect mom she just be looking like oh this is nothing i woke up like this and i admire the mom that looks like that because that ain't me <laughs> <laughs> no i i admire those moms too like more power to you but if you see a mom like that and you start comparing yourself and you're wanting like how like where do they, like, how is she doing it? Be mindful that everyone has different support systems behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you may think that someone is like, you know, they can handle this, 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 and this. And, you know, maybe I'm not doing enough because, you know, I'm only doing this and this and I'm struggling. Remember that every mother, just like every child is different, every mother is different. And we have different support systems. Like, some people don't have anyone really... You know what I mean? Yeah, Supporting like, them. some people don't. Like, some people are really just doing it by themselves. So, if you're one of those moms, like, don't compare what someone else is doing because it looks like they're doing more. Like, girl, nine out of ten times, like, you don't have a support system and you're accomplishing things. You're going to work. You're raising a smart, like, intelligent child. And you feel like you're tired, girl. You're entitled to be tired because yes. you're doing a lot of work. And you are putting in a lot of work because let me tell you, there is times where taking care of me as an adult by myself before I was a parent was exhausting. So now that I have to do it full time and full time has to take care of another person, I'm just amazed sometimes at how things even get done. Like, wow, like I actually got that done because it's a lot. So like Shani was saying, some people's support systems do allow them to navigate things a little easier because they know when they're going to have time to themselves or they know when they're going to be able to do certain things. So that's why they don't be looking stressed, So they don't girl. be looking stressed because <laughs> they know. To they got, a, they they got, got a five or six people <laughs> waiting to take their child as soon as they leave that whatever sporting event or whatever, you know, wherever you see them out at, mm-hmm. they going home. They actually about to drop off the kid first. Yeah. So, of course, they look like, oh, everything's good. Everything's good. Because it is good. Because <laughs> they got reinforcements helping them. 
<laughs> so just remember, like, if you're the perfect mom, if you fit that category, do you, girl. Yeah. But if you're someone that you're constantly running into someone that you feel like, wow, how do they do it? Remember, you know, some people just have different lifestyles, different support systems, and do not compare yourself or feel like that, you know, you're not doing enough or, you know, you aren't. What am I trying to say? The perfect mom. Because you are you the are. perfect mom. Right. You know what I mean? You are the perfect mom for your child. And you're doing a damn good job. Yep. Which brings me to the exhausted mom. Because <laughs> she's the opposite of the perfect mom. And she's the mom that you're looking at her like, sis, you look tired. <laughs> I get Don't it. Don't say it like that. No, you definitely seen somebody... You've seen moms with with their kids, and they look, just look exhausted. I'm going to be honest. Y'all might have called me out here <laughs> once or twice looking like the exhausted looking mom. Looking like, woo, child. Because, look, I have a good support system, but honey, them days, when they don't come through, I mean, exhausted. Exhausted. <laughs> like, this dead. This mom, you don't even know what her, her night played out, the way her night played out. <laughs> she probably thought she was going to bed at 9 o'clock, thought the kids was on a schedule. One kid woke up day sick. The other kid scared in the dark tonight. Not every day, but just tonight. Just tonight, Just though. because this is one the night. one kid sick, not the other kid scared in the dark. So now you got to tend to two kids. You got to go to work in the morning, but... It's your kid, so all bets are off when it's your kid. Now, you didn't thought you was going to bed at 10, but you actually going to bed at 2 because the other kids have been throwing up. So now it's just like, it's just like with what you thought was going to be a regular night just turned into complete and utter chaos. Out of nowhere, though. And guess what, though? You still got to wake up. You still got to go to work. The kids still got to go to school. And although you are very tired, life still has to go on. Or worst case scenario, the kid really is sick and he can't go to school. So now now you you got to fall off. (gasps) It's just a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You just like, wow. Oh my goodness. The worst. Yeah. But as you can see. I definitely relate to the exhausted mom at times. So if you're going through a phase like that right now, just know it's balanced. Like it's rough right now, but it will get better. I also am a member of the exhausted moms <laughs> club because I'm exhausted. <laughs> but like Shani does, like Shani said, it does. It gets better. And the older my daughter gets, the easier it feels like. She still, don't get me wrong, she still exhausts me because she's always on 10 <laughs> all the time. Facts. But it's easier to deal with because now she's older, so I can be like, hey, I can, we can have better conversations about me needing time. Mm-hmm. And I think I really appreciate that. I think that's so amazing how y'all do that. Yes. Like, I could be like, hey, Brie, mommy did not have a good day. Can I just have 15 to 20 minutes by myself? You can play in the living room. You can play in your room. I just need to go in my room and have 15 to 20 minutes. Can we do that? And she was like, yes, mommy. Y'all. Yes. No, because sometimes Brie come to Bianca like, mom, I think you just need to just. just she to mom, I think you just need a moment. She do. You need a moment. She do. And she is real intuitive <laughs> of my feelings. Like sometimes she Y'all like, are so in sync. We are. And I feel like it's that's good for us, though, because. I know, and I know, and I can read when she needs space for me. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes she be like, look, girl, 
you been a lot. I need space. So I think that's important for us because when I am exhausted, because I always tell her, like, I can't be a good mom to you if I'm not being good to myself. And for me, that's important as moms of we have to remember, like, you can only do so much. You can only give so much. You have to be able to do for yourself and be good for yourself. If you're tired and you're not feeling good and you're not being the best person for you, then you are not going to be the best person that you can be for your kid. And I second that. Yeah. So, um, the exhausted mom meets the career mom. Because sometimes you do be exhausted because you putting in that work. All right. So, career. the career mom is definitely one of those moms where... She loves being a mom. Don't get it twisted. But that career, though, Mm -hmm. it's important to her. She's driven. She's trying to make her mark. She has ambitions. And she's trying to be the boss mom as well as the mom mom. And a lot of times the career mom is motivated by her child in the sense that she she wants to lead by being the absolute best example that she can be for her child. Yes. I 100% agree. I feel like I'm the career mom. I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I I give it up to you stay-at-home moms because that is something that I cannot do. Like, I love just being able to go out here and make I just feel like I'm going out here. I'm getting it for me and my daughter. Like, I'm grinding out for us to be able to give us the things that I want us to have. Mm-hmm. Like, my lifestyle, the kind of lifestyle that I want us to have requires ultimate grind mode, ultimate dedication. It requires me to be successful in my career field. So my career is 100% important to me. But I would never put it over my child. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the difference. I wouldn't put it over my child. It's not more important, but it's definitely a part of who I am. Yeah. Yeah. And I think... The tricky thing is, is like finding that balance. Yes. Because that's usually where something that is great in a sense, like being so dedicated to your career, can't ultimately negatively affect the relationship that you have with your child. Yeah. So it's so amazing that Bianca has that balance. And if you are the career mom, like that's one thing that I would just challenge you to make sure you try to do is, you know what I mean? Find the balance that you're not putting career over your kid. Yeah. Right. Yep. Because, and, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, it, that's definitely one of the importance of, like, when they say work-life balance. Because sometimes when you're trying to achieve your goals, you do get encompassed, all encompassed into it. And then you do have to bring it back. Like, work is not the center of your life. Mm-hmm. It is not the end-all, be-all. And it should not emotionally impact you as much as you feel like it does because it's just a part of your life yeah so I just feel like as a mom and a career woman it's important go out here be bomb shine in your career but also don't forget to make time for your child because you're already away from them if you're a working mom you're already away from them most of the day Right. So when you come home, do make sure you spend time with them. I know for me, I do try to make sure that we, I'm running a crazy schedule. I wake up at 445 and then we we have to get out the house by seven. 
So I, I'm at work about 8. I get off work at mm, 4.30. I work downtown. My commute takes me like an hour and a half for me and Bree to get home. So when I get home, now, you know, I got to do mom stuff. I got to make sure she's bathed. I got to make sure dinner is on the table. I also make sure that we do some school stuff because she's going to kindergarten mm-hmm. next year. And then I just like to make time for us to just be us together, whether that's watching the show together that we like or just talking about our day for a certain amount of time or just letting her know, like, hey, no, regardless, the day was hectic, but mommy always got time for you. Yeah. And I think as a career mom, that's the most important thing. Let them know, like, hey, my day may have been stressful. It may have been long. But at the end of the day, I always got time for you. Yeah, 100%. And I think that's the one thing I felt like I was struggling with in the very beginning. Um, because, you know, like, Bianca, she will call me at, like... <laughs> Six forty-five, seven o'clock, and she's and like, she, "What you doing? Um, I'm, uh, I'm about to leave the office." What exactly? What and that's talking about, What? So that's one thing that when I went to my, I don't care. Um, I was start seeing the therapist because, honey, I was stressed. Black girls need therapy. I <laughs> admire black people as a whole who take time to go to therapy. So shout out I to need, you. You know, sometimes you just be having a lot going on. You just. Need, need to, to decompress. Mm-hmm. I know. 100%. So when I was at my therapist, she basically told me, like, one of the things that I was doing was overextending myself in different areas of my life to the point where I didn't have any time for me. And in my my opinion, my me time is time with my daughter. So one thing that I realized I had to start doing, which I'm so grateful that Bianca is my friend because she does such an amazing job at it is scheduling out her time and like having a routine so that you always know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, what's going on, what's going on. And when you will have that time with your child, like kind of really just controlling your schedule. Take reclaiming your time. Yes. <laughs> That's Auntie why I do it. Because I need to reclaim my time. 100%. So my therapist said that. And then I'm like looking at Bianca like, well, how does she do it? And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Okay. So being organized, scheduling things out, control, like taking control of your schedule and really you plan your time. Yeah. A lot of people live life and they just kind of like let things I don't what did I want to say like let things come to them or they just go with the flow yeah, all the time all the time versus like like p- coming up with a plan have a plan I'm so big on having a plan I think I live my life on a plan it really does help <laughs> you but it does help you become more efficient so that you don't feel like the day is like getting away from you yeah. you can look back and be like oh I did this this and this all yes. by it's new yes oh I got the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so um scheduling if you are the career mom and you feel like you don't have that balance yet one thing i would definitely say is like scheduling your time i agree all right so then the last mom i want to talk about is the free range mom so in the beginning we talked about the helicopter mom the free range mom is the complete opposite she's like listen you're gonna live your life you're gonna have to experience things she's the oh you touched the stove and it was hot Good. Now you know it was oh hot. No, You're not going to do that again, oh are gosh. you? <laughs> She's, uh, oh, you fell after I told you to stop running? No, I'm not sad that you just fell because you just, I told you to stop running. 
Now you gonna listen? Okay, cool. <laughs> oh my god. That's the free range mom, and I feel like I relate a lot to the free range mom because I am definitely. You are definitely a mixture of the career mom and the free range. Mom. Yes. One and a little bit of the not competitive. The uh, what was the other one? What? I mean, you be having your perfect mom moments. Well, that makes me feel good. You want some girl? That y'all think I have perfect moms because I really feel like I'm nobody exhausted said John. It was just me, girl. <laughs> <laughs> it was just me. I meant you, Shani. I'm sorry. Well, my other friends also remind me no, randomly that they think that I'm a great mom, and I really do appreciate the random acts of appreciation. Well, you listen, if you know you're a great mom and your friends don't be propping you off of being a great mom. Your friends might be haters. They might be haters, though, because I do be letting my <laughs> friends know that they buy moms. Shani is an excellent mom. Like, she... We don't parent the same. We no. have a lot of different parenting views. But I feel like Shani is definitely on it as a mom. Like, she's that mom. Uh, my husband's in the car, okay? <laughs> <laughs> she's reading on their way home, okay? They listen to the Disney station. <laughs> Me and Bree be in the car fucking some Cardi B. Oh Bree be like, Mom, can you uh, like, can you play that that one song? What song Bree she be singing? She be like, You don't hit my line no more. That was so cute oh, though. Oh, that was like, so cute. We Oh my god. We we're completely different and that's okay. Like, um that it's okay for everybody that they different parenting styles, but yeah, like Shani's a great mom, and I always tell her when I see her doing some great mom shit, like, wow, like, <laughs> you aggravated. you're that serious, you're like, you're that ad mom, okay, <laughs> that's, that's that mom shit for real, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> and it's cool, oh yeah, I'm really just one of those moms who really just here for learning from experience because oh I, my, my mom was not a helicopter mom. She helicopter parents my brother way more than she ever helicopter parented me. And I feel like we really just had a free range, like, <laughs> but I also feel like that only works when you know what your, what type of kid you have as well. Facts. Um, everybody's kids can't be parented That's like a whole that. Type of it episode. is. Yeah, definitely type of kids. Type of kids. Yeah, I have a, I feel like I have literally like a miniature person, like my toddler is a kid, but she's very much self-aware. She's very cognitively developed, like she can analyze situations, put things together, she interprets stuff, like it's okay for me to be like that with her because she's going to learn. We just both like to we just both like to learn through experiences. Mm-hmm. So I think that kind of parenting style works for us. And I feel like me and Amaya are still figuring it out because she is. I'm happy I'm learning as I'm happy I've learned as much as I have about being a mom in her first year. Yeah, I feel like it'll just make it easier the older she gets. Yeah, but I definitely feel like we're still figuring out. You know what our relationship will look like yeah right now i'm just i guess i'm ad mom (laughs) (laughs) you are ad mom (laughs) yeah and it's funny because i do feel like like all of my parents all of my friends who have uh kids we all definitely like parent our kids differently my best friend jazz she she parent my niece k dot 
differently than me. We be on the same page about a lot of stuff, but we both basically be on the look. You're going to have to figure it out because we're not, we're just not helicopter parents. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but then she's like, she'll put on the um, kids bop in the car with Kada. She does that like you. Me, I'm just like, don't say the bad words. Bree is good. And Bria be like, Ma, if I slip up, she'll be like, Ma, we not supposed to say the bad words. I'm like, you right. You right. So, yeah, that's just what works for us. I feel like ultimately all moms are like a combination of all the different types of moms. Yeah, and the only thing that is typically your combination of all, but it's like one that's a little bit. Yeah. It's a little edge of butter ass. Yeah. But ultimately, you know, we all can have our helicopter moments. We all can be competitive when it comes to our kids. I definitely have my free range moments. Uh, um, we definitely can have our perfect mom like where we making it look like it's easy when we know it's not. Mm-hmm. And we definitely know we could be exhausted. Girl, what? Girl, what? <laughs> I'm exhausted right now. Right? <laughs> Me too. So, yeah. And don't feel bad about being any, any it, of these. Because, no. I mean... We all we all, we all have those moments. Characteristics. 100%. Yeah. That's why we just being aware of some of the characteristics you have, take heed to it, and then sometimes you may need to be the helicopter mom, but sometimes you may need to be the free range mom as well. And just keep that in mind. Yeah, just That's keep it in mind. All a, all a balancing act. Exactly. Yep. So, Shani? Um, so, this week's self-care share is about to be real, real quick because... Okay. I'm tired of seeing y'all ashy ankles and, <laughs> and elbows and hands, okay? Y'all know it's cold. Winter is coming. I'm going to need y'all to do a few things for me this winter season to keep your skin soft. Because I'm tired of y'all shaking my hand and me getting cuts, okay? <laughs> We're not going to do it. So, a lot of people complain about dry skin in the winter. Great. You buy this really expensive lotion, also good. But what I need you to do first is exfoliate your skin. Winter months, it's so important that you exfoliate your skin because our skin dries out quicker. And when your skin is dry and it's dead, it's just sitting there if you don't exfoliate it. And you're putting this really great lotion on dead, dry skin, and you're going to be ashy in five seconds. So you can use a body scrub. Google it. There's all types of stuff. Um, I'll post the one that I'm currently using. You can use a body scrub in the shower. It's literally just like sugar that actually, if you rub it on your skin, it peels off the dead layer. Do that, then put your coconut oil or, you know, your uh, Palmer's or your shea butter on. And your skin will actually feel and stay soft and moisturized. Look at that. (laughs) That was a little bit of a read and a self-care share. (laughs) I felt like it was. Exfoliate is what Shani's trying to say. Yep. (laughs) All right. So that was our self-care share of the week. So, before I end it with our mindful quote, I just want to say thank you guys again for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Um, Drop it in your group chats. Tell your friends to tell her friends to tell her other friends to come listen to us and how much you enjoy listening to the show. Like I said, we're going to be doing this Hypes Of series. So, if you guys have some suggestions on different types of things you would like for us to talk about, reach out to us at... Um, in the DMs or in our uh, email address. It's in our bio. Info, mindful, BS, whatever. Y'all can go look for <laughs> You'll it. You'll just click it. You'll just click it. Um, 
And to close us out, our... Wait a second. Before you say the quote. Yes. I'm sorry if you feel attacked by my self-care share, but this is tough love. We love (laughs) y'all. We want all of y'all to look like y'all are the perfect mom. And you can't do that. Being ashy, though. Real talk. For real. (laughs) That was just love. And me and Shani is like brown girls, and we know how hard it is for the brown girls. Okay. uh, Keep the ashiness away in the winter. A couple years ago, I wasn't exfoliating. Okay. And your girl was out here ashy. Woo! But once you find a good thing, you got to pass it along. Pay it forward. Pay it forward. Okay, y'all. All All right. We love y'all. Okay, I'm ready. So, my mindful quote for today is. Your mind is a garden. Your thoughts are seeds. You can grow flowers or you can grow weeds. Ooh, <laughs> yes. yes. I'm here for it. I'm trying to grow flowers. Me too. Okay. And I hope y'all grow on flowers for the rest Let's of the week. Let's grow flowers, y'all. All right. Bye. 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 <laughs>